0: The Profitable Designer Show is the best show in the industry for design businesses to learn about building offers, traffic, marketing, sales, and ultimate business mastery. Patrick O'Connell is the founder of ProfitableDesigner.com, a global movement of designers who are turning their expertise and skill set into its most profitable and long-term business model. Now, here's your host... Patrick O'Connell. So what we're going to discuss in today's episode is how to move beyond a freelancer and become a business builder. So pretty important distinction to make, guys. The CEO of McDonald's doesn't cook the cheeseburgers okay so most designers think that they're business owners when in fact they are freelancers so having a business having a design business is all about building systems and processes to replace yourself so that you can move from the ground operator to the overall systems engineer so what i'm going to do in today's episode is just take you through a very short you know seven or eight minute conversation that i had with one of our mastermind students on the topic of business building so enjoy I mean, at the end of the day, correct me if I'm wrong, but like the entire reason that we move into design is because we think it's something that we can do that we love, that it's going to allow us to pay the bills. But if we didn't feel like it would connect to paying the bills, we probably wouldn't go into it. We would have went into something else that has a connection to paying the bills. So the reason that people have jobs, the reason that people have careers, it's it's all driven by the fact that they need to support themselves. So like fundamentally at the base of any career is the fact that you need to generate revenue. And that's, that's really the only ruleable metric. So then as much as you love doing what you love, you realize that after a while, doing what i love is fantastic but here's the potential and the opportunity for me to do much better at that one metric which is the entire reason that i picked design to start with yeah does that make sense but most people don't most people don't get the luxury of getting to the point where they're just successfully able to to do what they love consistently and get paid for it. So they never ask that harder, higher level question because they haven't even got to the point where they can make a living doing what they love consistently, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, So you're, you're definitely beyond that point now and all of the pains that you're running into are because, and here's the thing, like you might be fine with it and I'm not saying that you have to change anything, but a lot of the pains that you're running into are now the fact that you're you're generating more opportunity than the, the idea of who you currently want to be can deliver because you're kind of, I wanna stay doing what I love and have a one-to-one relationship with the whole project and the deliverable, but you're generating more opportunity than that and that's causing stress and friction and the way to get rid of that friction is to then go okay how do i take one step up and look at the business from an outside perspective and put additional cogs and moving components in to deal with that demand if that makes sense yeah and that's 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 what i find to be the most creative process it's okay well how do i i problem solve day to day when i'm delivering client work how do i problem solve this internal problem that i have inside my design business to take one step up and then put put a machine there that can replace me and that's, that's what building a business is about. If we, don't, if we don't try to keep stepping up and replace ourselves with, with people or, or automation, then we're not actually a business owner, we're a freelancer. Yeah, okay. So like, for example, doing this with that girl, like, yeah, then really gets me to look at it and be like, okay, if this is my system and this is my process, then really I can hire anyone to do this process. Exactly, and I take care of the creation. Yeah. hat. and you might bring somebody in, and they might physically lift ninety-five percent of the delivery process, but you making contact—you know, five times for one percent contribution—still allows you to get to ninety-eight percent the same result because you still impact the DNA of the important stuff. And yeah. just take them through a process that you've built. And what that's what that allows you to do is to become really critical about the process that you build for your delivery and be like, is this the straightest line to getting a valuable outcome for my clients? Because if it's not, you'll you'll now re engineer a better like line that might be twenty percent quicker. Well, that profitability just went up twenty percent. You know? Yeah. Interesting. Ah, I love having so much food for thought always. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But that's, yeah, I think you'll get so much out of just documenting the process. And to be honest, like, give her as much as you possibly can, because you'll be giving yourself as much as well. Yeah. It was interesting. Yeah, even just chatting with her, I didn't realize how much I knew. Um. And it was also the other thing that was like, yeah, and I was like, oh, I really, but I also really struggled to communicate it. I was all over the shop and then I was like, oh, this would be really interesting to like, yeah, get this in a more of a s- sequential, logical sense <laughs> so I can communicate it to someone else. But it was also really interesting because she's this girl I've been fangirling and admiring for years and then to hear her with so many insecurities and be like, do I charge like $2,000 for a branding? It's like, no, uh, fuck no. <laughs> And that, that's 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 one of the biggest issues that the industry has is that all of the people that seem to be on the top of the the food chain are actually not doing that well. Yeah, it's like that's 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 the kind of byproduct of following the industry kind of accepted norms around. It's really important to get exposure. It's important to be socially active and have a youtube channel it all does exactly what what you've just described there is somebody that you look up to based on their their activity on social media and on design blogs and then you realize that they're there and you know she's not charging more than two thousand dollars for a for a branding project when you're charging 20. yeah crazy eh it seems like upside down yeah, and it's like, wait, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm looking at you admiring you. How are you not seeing this? Yeah, and she's looking at you going, well, maybe I've only just heard of you or maybe I haven't heard of you at all and you're charging 10 times what I'm charging. Well, yeah. Maybe Maybe you should start valuing different stuff, <laughs> you know? And that's, that's why, yeah, like... For, for some reason it's just the entire design industry thinks that you have to become like a Hollywood star to make money in the design space you don't nobody knows who I am I and mean, it's nice like that don't want to yeah don't want to be the face of anything and have to go speak at talks and shit like that I just just leave me to, to deliver my clients results and don't touch me <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> yeah <laughs>